I'm, I'm confident in my heart. I'm confident because of witness of the Lord. For those that hear this, who hear this today, and do these things, you shall go forth. You'll have an explosion in your life. You will have it. Hang on to it. Go for it. Don't let the God of this age stop you. The, any spirit of darkness, you have authority over them. You speak it in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah. Today I want to talk about wealth. You know, wealth and riches shall be in my house is a scripture I uh, quote myself many times because I realize it's God's plan. You know, so I haven't talked about money a whole lot, and wealth can be things beyond money. And this will be a, a, a message uh, getting started on some of these things. But you know, uh, if you ask most people what what would help your life, might you know a lot of them would say, "Well, I just need more money." But on the other side of the coin, wealth can be health too. And sometimes, you know, uh, it's it's a known fact that there are people that have more money than you could even imagine, but when the health goes bad, they would give all that money away just to have another day to breathe. So we have to keep everything in balance. But I want to share a couple things today, and I want you to listen. You know, as oftentimes, I think if uh, if in the next 30 seconds, somebody like me puts out something and people say, well, I, I don't like that, and they shut it off, and they never hear the message. The message today is something you'll want to hear, because if you're wanting to grow in the Lord, you want to grow in these kind of things, I, I believe some of these things I share today and in coming days could be of a great benefit to you. So uh, with that, I want to get started right now. But you know that I was looking at the uh, Ephesians prayer recently, and uh, I've quoted this many times myself. I've, I read this out loud to myself quite a bit from time to time. I've, I've done it uh, 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 intensely because I was taught this. And also it begins, I will not read this whole prayer, except I want to get some highlights of that because... Whether you know it or not, there's some things in this prayer that can unlock things in your future. So, Wendy, let's go here to Ephesians 1st chapter. And uh, the prayer starts basically in verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Now, what spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him? Well, that just means opening yourself up. You're asking God to open up some things to you that would enhance how you look at things, how you, how you deal with things, because, you know, you can kind of think you're spiritual or you're not or you can do all these things you might be a Christian but you know there's things in you that God wants to bring forth right now in this hour now more than ever I'm going to tell you this is 2023 and no matter what happened to you last year you know I've talked about some things recently about forgetting those things that are behind and reaching to the future that's what Sandy and I do all the time and we're very intense on that because why we have a sense in our heart right now by the Holy Spirit there's something really great coming available to us and it's to you to the body of Christ people that believe him and want to move on you know if you want to stand camp out in that old religious stuff well uh, you can do that but you know what God wants to take you on and that's why he'd like to have you take this prayer but there's a couple things that jumped out at me, and I've read this so many times, but I begin to see there, when I ask for that wisdom and revelation of the knowledge of Him, uh, in verse 18, it says, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. What does that mean? That means if you begin to pray this thing, you'll see more. 
your eyes. It's the eyes of your spirit. It's the eyes of your soul opening up to greater things. So, so I, I'm here there today. Uh, I want you to have that because those eyes will give you understanding and that you, and it says here, the hope of his calling, which are the riches of his glory in his inheritance to the saints. We have an inheritance. We have an inheritance, and I can go deep into that or shallow into that, but you know, if you ever stop and think about it, and I, I can't get into the depths of this in a few minutes, but I'll tell you what, when you're talking about an inheritance, uh, we're talking about all the things God has ever promised to his people. And it, when he promised them to the old, to Moses, to Abraham, to all those great saints of God, they were, they were blessings to the children of Abraham. The Bible says we're adopted into all those blessings. You can read about those in Deuteronomy 28 and other places. I won't go into those today. I've quoted some of that. But God wants you prosperous. And I'll tell you what else. If you've ever heard the 23rd Psalm, in anything but a funeral, you'd realize it's not a funeral psalm. It says, uh, the Lord is my shepherd, if he guide and shield me, I shall not be in lack. Well, lack means, or some Bibles say wanting. What lack is, what do you lack? Well, uh, sometimes you lack money. But also, you might lack wisdom. You might lack understanding. You might lack those things that God wants to take you on into. So that's kind of, this is like an introduction today, but it's, it's going to show you some things that might be holding you back. You know, I put out a, a message not too long about, about what's holding you back, and I talked a lot about the Holy Spirit. I talked about the Spirit of truth being in us and around us and leading and teaching us. And what He's doing today, He's going to teach you some things that might further unlock where you're at. Now, when I talk about unlocking things, you know, in, in Matthew uh, 16, 19, there, Jesus is talking there, and he said he would to the church, which is his people, which is you, which is me. He said, I want you to have the keys of the kingdom. Well, obviously, keys, what do keys do? They unlock doors. They unlock things. They unlock things. If you think about keys of the kingdom, you're talking about something will open that lock that maybe has locked you up for a while. You say, well, that's not me. Well, it was me for a while. I think everybody, we get locked up in an area. We get locked up with various things. A lot of it's prior, what we prior, we thought, in the past or somebody taught us or some somebody preached real good and they put something in you that said no you're not supposed to prosper you're supposed to be poor poor is better well never in my life has poor been better at all <laughs> so trust me and this isn't all about money but money's a big deal right now we need more of it we have an economy that's creaming some of us if we don't get into god's kingdom that's it we want to get into his kingdom. Why? God's kingdom is so much bigger than the devil's. And, and so we'll, we'll, we'll jump on this just a little bit here. So keys unlock doors. What that means is what to do in the future. You know, wisdom, when it talks about praying for wisdom, really, real wisdom really uh, puts you into the future. Because, you know, when the future starts, right now. I mean, today is the first day of the rest of your life, isn't it? But today starts your future. And so what, what, uh, what can happen with the keys, and, and I'll jump onto those two keys he mentioned right there. He says the, the keys of the kingdom, and, the, and then he mentioned uh, binding and loosing. Well, uh, because uh, it worked out that way, I'm going to talk about loosing right now. What does that mean? 
well, it means to destroy the things that have held you back. Loose yourself from them. You know, in Matthew 21, uh, verse 2, Jesus sent him out and said, Find that colt and loose him. What that mean? Well, if you're, if you're anything about animals, you know that they're tied up. If you're going to loose them, you untie them. That's exactly what wants, God wants in your life today. To loose you from those past things. Loose you from that mindset that said you can't do something. Loose you from those things that say, well, I think I'm done. I'm all through. I'm all washed up. There's, it's, not, it's going to be a bad day. Yesterday was a bad day. Today will be, even be worse. No, we got to get rid of that kind of thinking because we're, we're tied into that. Uh, the, the, you know, let's just jump off here a little bit. And I want you to go to a scripture over in Second Corinthians. Please turn there. Please stay with me. This is this will get good after a while. It's pretty good right now. Uh, and I want you to see something here. In uh, I'm going to read a passage here from from chapter three of Second Corinthians. And now listen to me carefully. Please listen to this. It says, "But their minds, speaking of Moses, spoke to the children and so on. But their minds were hardened. Is your mind hardened? No. It could be though. But he said." For until this day, the same veil remained unlifted in the reading of the Old Testament because the veil is taken away in Christ. Okay, he's talking about a veil. They were veiled. They couldn't understand anything. They couldn't hear anything. Um, but in verse 15, it says, But even to this day, when Moses is read, a veil lies in their hearts. Okay, that's speaking of, of actually uh, Jews that aren't open to certain things. But nevertheless, in verse 16, when one turns to the Lord, the veil is taken away. When you, you may have not been able to see anything uh, the day before you made Jesus the Lord of your life, but see, today you've made Jesus the Lord of your life. If you haven't, uh, I'll give you that opportunity right now and a little later, but just say, Jesus, I want you to come into my life. I want this. And he said, once you do that, the veil is taken away. That means you can see now. There's nothing, nothing to stop you from seeing what God really wants in your life to move you on. And if you don't believe, read that scripture by yourself. But now what does verse 17 say? I'll tell you, it's a marvelous scripture. It says, that now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there's liberty. Amen. Okay, uh, that's talking about being loosed, isn't it? Your colt is untied. <laughs> There's no, no excuse there. It's wide open to you. So when I'm, and I'm not done with this yet, but we, when we go back to that Ephesians prayer, praying for the spirit of wisdom, spirit of wisdom, glory to God. I'm telling you, that's what he wants for you today. Now I'll keep reading here in verse 18. But we all with unveiled face, we can see now, beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory that just as the Spirit of the Lord, just as by the Spirit of the Lord. You see, God wants to open a door to you and it's wide open for you to walk through that today. Even though you've been saved 20, 30 years, maybe 10 minutes, I don't know. But you know, you can be saved, born again, but not, not have this revelation that He wants you to have, that you can have you can have more and more and more. And, you know, when we're talking about this, you know, a lot of times uh, we, we think finances. Well, that's true. But, you know, people even, 
even uh, knowing not how to operate in this, people can give a lot and still not be uh, wealthier and really not have a lot of return. So, you know, that's not always the key. The key is giving, but the key is also realizing what's held you back from believing God for everything he said. He said in 23rd Psalm, the Lord is my shepherd. If he'd guide and shoot me, I shall not be in lack. That means lacking anything. So don't let the devil stop you from going. Now, let's look at chapter 4, verse 4. This is a big one. Stay with me on this and think about what this says. Verse 3, I'll back up in 3. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing. Amen. Whose minds the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. You see, when you make Jesus the Lord of your life, and even now, maybe things you can't see. Well, I went, I'm going back to those keys. There were two keys when he said, I'll give you the keys of the kingdom. Keys to unlock things. Well, one of them was the loosing the colt. Loosing those things in your life. Walk away from those things that are holding you back. The other one was the binding part. I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. So now we see that thing right here where there's a blinding by the God of this age. You can bind that spirit, that you can bind that and say, I bind this, this, this spirit that's held me back, the God of this age. I will say you cannot hold me back any Lord. You know why? Any longer. Who's the God of this age? Well, it's Satan. It's, it's demon spirits. It's darkness. You say, well, I don't believe in those. Well, you, I don't have to believe in them. I just know they're there. I don't have to believe there anything I need. What I believe is God's given me power and authority over all power of the enemy. Now, can I prove that? Well, you know what? I'm going to just, just uh, almost have to close today because, you know, people say, why are you so short, Gary? Well, just trying to keep people on track, you know, and they say, well, if you go more than five minutes, I'm not interested. And yet, here we go. We got... We have some powerful things going on here, and I want to reach back to that Ephesians. I want you to reach back into this. Now look at this. There were two things that really jumped out at me here, and we've been talking about the first one. And we wanted to know uh, here in Ephesians chapter 1 again, let's go back there, the eyes of understanding, be enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling, what are the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. We've been talking about this inheritance, and I'd like to talk more about it for spirit of uh, sake of time right at the moment. I'll move on for, but look at 19. Now get a hold of this. And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe according to the work of his mighty power. Now we're talking about an empowerment. First part was so we could receive wisdom and guidance and all those things to unlock some things. Now we're talking about empowerment. And so we, we jump right into this, which he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in heavenly places. But get a hold of this. Far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Okay, we're talking about the, the God of this age blinding people. Here he says in verse 21, 
He's given us power over all that power. In other words, that word power really means authority. It really means authority over all power of the enemy. Do you know if you're tired of being where you're at right now and you know those more, that's one thing you can think about right now. You just say, enemy, I bind your power from holding me back right now in the name of Jesus. I'm going to go on with my life. God wants to bless me. I'm not going to get hung up on all these things that, that you throw out at people trying to discourage them and stop them in the name of Jesus. Jesus has given me the keys of the kingdom and whatever I lose in earth, whatever I lose, whatever I loose, whatever you loose on heaven, whatever you loose on heaven, loose the prosperity to your life right now. Loose the understanding over yourself right now. You speak to that in the name of Jesus. And whatever you bind on earth, bind those things that stopped you. Say, well, I've got things going on with somebody. Well, bind that thought right now in the name of Jesus. Stop it right now. Well, the devil's messed with. Don't give him any more glory. You have authority over the God of this age. You have complete authority over him. I I've heard people say, well, don't, you know, I, I'm afraid of the devil. I'm not. He's afraid of me. You, you, I believe it. And you better believe it, too. He's afraid of you once you get a hold of some of these things. I tell you what, I want you to get, I want you to get, I've got more and more, but I'm going to cut this short today because I want you to get a hold of this fact. God wants you blessed. He wants you moved on. He wants you looking at this 2023 like this is the rest of your life is going to explode this year. And you just have to ask him right now in that wisdom. When you ask him for witness and guidance, just a simple ask to say, say, Lord, I need to ask you something today. Say this. I need to ask you something today, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Will you show me in my spirit what's holding me back? And if there's nothing holding me back, Lord, tell me how to accelerate with this word and go forward. So in Jesus' name, I want you to make Jesus the Lord of your life today. I want you to I want you just simply say, uh, you know, the Bible says it, and, and uh, why, why don't I just say it if you make jesus the lord of your life you believe in your heart you say with your mouth jesus raised from the dead you shall be saved whoever calls upon the name of the lord shall be saved so make jesus the lord of your life today gather up some of this i'm telling you it's a day to loose i just loose blessings to you right now in jesus name you grab it you take a hold of them and you walk in it in jesus name amen god bless you i just want to say this one other thing I'm, I'm confident in my heart. I'm confident because of witness of the Lord. For those that hear this, who hear this today, and do these things, you shall go forth. You'll have an explosion in your life. You will have it. Hang on to it. Go for it. Don't let the God of this age stop you. The, any spirit of darkness, you have authority over them. You speak it in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah.